Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. We have a powerful testimony in the house this morning. How many of you remember that a few weeks ago, um, a certain lady shared a testimony about having a supernatural encounter with a particular man? And then three years down the line, this same man appeared and saved her from some miscreants. How many of you remember? Now, this woman has... She has another testimony. Say another testimony. Say another testimony. Now, I don't want to read this testimony. I want her to come and share the testimony herself. Please put your hands together and let us welcome Auntie Aku as she brings us another supernatural testimony. Encourage her with your hand clap. Keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. One more time for Antioch. <laughs> All she's saying is that if she doesn't say it properly, then I'll say it well for her. Okay. So she'll speak cheap. Then for those of you who don't understand, I'll interpret it for you. Besides, we are in Kumasi, you should understand Trio. All right. Hi. Miss Omiye, member. Me that morning, he said, funny, said, Friday, last week, Friday, night, night, She's talking about the 31st night, the watch night service. The me Sit the empire and cause you. So no so a young sooning. 
and our best in good view, and our city or bet to your needy and no cray. Now, Miss Missimi Banning, we enjoy no idea to Miss Nini and Ewana, and also on so on Jean Tum. Church, encourage her with your hand clap. Drink <laughs> Everyone ntiye <laughs> Until Hona, a moody food man, and say Vito, no say ma, no say ma. Oh, me woo, Omo bro, me pa, and I'm seeing Omba boon, so naturally, sir, Omo Pesel will be called baby, I will call until young Cupona. I'll boos and a year will be a Namikasa. They may see Commodino, and Hona may say, Minuano, on finding free fuel and conning chain. No, see, I said, Nimoja sent here, see, I didn't call hospital. I'm seeing Miss Kabian, so I made the best thing, but Mitchell, baby, I made him suffer, and it was on call, don't go, you can't baby, or end there with the quasi, see, on better, non cotton, on finding call hospital, mammy, into your years, sir, and all the Akalani call hospital, and now I'm called Trombo, Jedrima, no woman, you see, you know, be feeling or see, come with I'm scared that Kabian, on finding your dear, the Bayer, Matney, who are torn. I don't know why you are so sitting down like that. Why don't you appreciate Antiaku for such a powerful testimony? Oh, put your hands together and glorify God. Amen. God is still in the miracle working business. I don't know what you are going through. 
I don't know whatever difficulty you have. But let her testimony encourage you to know that indeed we serve a living God and he's still alive and he's working miracles if only you believe. Amen. If you are clapping for the Lord, I'm sure you can do it better. Put your hands together for Jesus. Add a shout, add a shout. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy that has brought us here this morning. I pray, Lord, that as your word comes, you speak to us. Touch our hearts, O oh God. Let it be well with us. I pray, O oh God, that your spirit will have free way. May I only be a vessel. Let our hearts be soft. And let our lives be impacted in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Take your seat. Ah, sorry. Before you take your seat, please, let's do our confession. Take your Bible. And let's hold it. And let's make a confession. Tell your neighbor, I'm changing because of the confessions. I'm you want to say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Well, it's a pleasure to see you this morning. Amen. Wow. And we're going to just share the word of God for a few minutes. Amen. But before I do, as usual, I'll take one or two announcements. Next week, Sunday, we'll have a Thanksgiving service during this service. Is that okay? Yeah. By the grace of God, if I get there, I'll be 60 years old. <laughs> and, amen. Usually, usually I'll be there and then people will be deciding what they want done and this. I said that, no, 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 this time I will decide. We are only thanking God in the church. Is that okay? Oh, I said, is that okay? Uh -huh. So it's a Thanksgiving service. So we're just coming to worship and praise God during the same service. It's not a special service. Just. Amen. Is that okay? Hey, you are not minding me plenty. Amen and amen. At least when I'm 60, I get to decide what I want. Oh, uh -huh. This is what I want. Yeah. The real celebration is the crusade that we have the following week. Yeah, because I said that that is what I want. Is that okay? How much chicken can you eat? Have you not eaten chicken the whole Christmas? Have you not eaten jollof till you are tired? Have you not eaten fufu? What again? Please ask your neighbor. What again? What again? What again? Okay, next week Sunday I'll try and refresh you after service. <laughs> Just something, something. Just, I mean, it's a Thanksgiving, something, something. But it's not a party. I think you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So if you really love me and you really want to celebrate with me, let's win some souls on the, on the 20th and the 21st of this month. Amen. Is that okay? That's, that's my birthday. That's my birthday celebration. Yeah, we shall win some souls. Amen. Ask your neighbor, this life, what is it? Hmm. So that's how we'll celebrate it. And I'm just sharing it so that you're not surprised. It's not to do anything special, but just so that you know. Powerful. Amen and amen. 
Good. This morning, I'm sharing with you, you know, we've been talking about seeds and harvests. This year is our year of sowing many seeds. And we are also going to reap many harvests. We have reaped harvests in the past, but we're going to reap more. Tell your neighbor, this year we will see it. This year we'll see. I want you to be conscious about it. Amen? Because sometimes you are harvesting something, but you don't even know. You see, it's like when you throw the water with the tomato seed out there. They are a little surprised, so you didn't even do it well. And so the thing may, may have given you 50 tomatoes, but you got 10 just because you didn't know. You just, but this year, we'll be aware and we'll receive our harvest in Jesus' name. May you receive a good harvest for every good seed that you sow this year. Amen and amen. And so we've been talking about the different kinds of seeds. And we began all the way from... Um, um, the 31st night as our father preached and last week we prayed and I have to say where the encounter service you really surprised me during the 36 hours oh it's a good place to clap yeah it's a good place to clap yeah I mean we were having the 36 hour prayer because we wanted some long prayer but I know that in this service most of you work most of you but I saw people forcing and I want to say that I appreciate it and I know that God saw it Amen. I mean, I saw people come. The person has just his lunch break. Then the person will come. I saw people arrange days off. Days that were working days old. They went to maneuver, maneuver, maneuver just to pray. It cannot be for nothing. Tell anybody, it cannot be for nothing. Whatever you manage to do of it, it cannot be for nothing. Amen. And it is a seed. So may you reap the harvest. I said, may you reap the harvest. Amen and Amen. Today, we're going to be talking about the Word of God is a seed that can be sown. The Word of God is a seed. In fact, you can just say the Word of God is a seed. Hallelujah. Many times, people think that the Word of God is just something boring that God has brought to torment us. <laughs> but in Mark chapter 4, Jesus told the parable of a sower who had gone to sow. And the parable looked as if he was talking about a farmer and some seeds. But when he got to verse 14, he began to explain it and he said, The sower soweth the word. Are you seeing it? So he gave an analogy. One of the things I love about Jesus preaching was that he always used a picture that his people could relate to. Uh-huh. So when he told them the parable, then he now explained it. And he said, the sower soweth the word. So the word is something that is sown. And when it grows, it brings forth something in your life. Are you with me? Uh -huh. In fact, we can even say words are seeds. If you sow bad words, you will receive bad fruit. You're wondering what's a bad word. If somebody tells you every day that you are ugly, the truth is that you believe it because it will bear fruit. And you actually look ugly. Yeah? Are you with me? I believe I have shared it many times in this church. And I've said that. 9-11. How many people know 9-11? When the trade, I mean, planes went through buildings. Good. I was in Ghana at the time. I watched it. We were all horrified and we were all wondering, what is this? About three weeks after that, I had to travel to the U.S. 
And I went, I, I went. It's a very long journey. And I went, fear, I mean, I went. It's just a, then I got there. Tell your neighbor, then, then she got there. When I got there, the work that I was doing, the first part of it was a huge pile of things we had to read. It was a, at the time I was still working in government employment and we had to read through some things. So everybody was in their hotel room. You have to accomplish this reading. So while I was reading, I left the TV on. That's why you should learn not to leave the TV. And for the whole day, because 9-11 had just come, and this was just a few days, in fact, it wasn't a month, but just a few days after, everything over, you know how CNN is? The news, over and over the same thing. Hey, over and over, over, different titles, over, over, plane, building, people dead, fire, there, that, it went over. Now, I was working, so the thing was on. By the end of the day, are you here? <laughs> or, or in 11 different forms? Hey, by the end of the day, remember, I've traveled all the way from Ghana. I've sat in a plane. Was it not a plane they drove through the buildings? I've sat in a plane. I've landed. I was not afraid. Now I'm sitting in my hotel room. Hey, do you know fear? F E A, capital F, <laughs> capital E, capital A, capital R. Hey! At a point, in the, I stopped what I was reading and I got up. And you see, their buildings are very, 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 very tall. Not this hour seven floors and we think that we have done something. No, 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 no. They have the floors. So the hotel I was in, I've forgotten what floor I was on. I got up and all of a sudden asked me what was passing my window. I said, ask me what was passing my window. I said, hey, <laughs> I sat in a plane, no fear, but after listening to words of fear being sown, are you understanding what I'm saying? Suddenly, I was petrified. I wasn't just afraid. Do you understand petrified? That's the one that you are stuck. You cannot move because of words. If you listen to words of any kind, it is a seed and it will give birth. Are you with me? Those of you who keep sowing bad seeds over your life, whatever I do, it doesn't work. It's as if I'm... <laughs> Please say that one well for me. <sighs> and you are saying it about yourself. You see, what it is is that it's a seed. Are you understanding me? And seeds grow. So as you are saying it, you know, you are watching the thing. And then it actually becomes what you were saying. Hey, please tell your neighbor, don't say bad things to me. And don't say bad things about me. And I'll also not say bad things about you. Hey, the person who's sitting at the back who's sleeping. I don't know what you are. Please sit well. You are in church. We don't do that here. Sit well. Uh-huh. Sit well. You are not in your hall. Sit well. <laughs> are you with me? Yeah. And so we are talking about the word of God. Because the word of God is not bad. It's good word. And it grows. Why? Because the word of God contains wisdom. Are you here? Let's read a very interesting scripture. Take us to Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 13. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. 
I'm showing you what wisdom is. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She, that's wisdom, is more precious than rubies. And all the things that thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. So when the word of God begins to come into your life and you begin to listen to it and you begin to hear it, what happens is that it brings to you a certain wisdom. So you will see, for instance, sometimes you meet a very young person, but the person has been exposed to the word of God over a long time and you see that in that person is wisdom. In that person is wisdom. So even though the years are not a lot, the person has not experienced a lot of things. But just because of the exposure to the word of God, wisdom comes. Many, many, many times in our lives. You know, if poverty is following you, you will realize that one of the reasons why it follows you is that you make foolish decisions. Yeah. If you are somebody who is in school and you wake up one morning and say you're not going to school, it's foolishness that has caught you. Hey. It is what? It's foolishness that has caught you. No matter what you want to do on this earth, an educated rice seller and an uneducated rice seller, they are two very different people. Have you seen that you are very quiet? They are just different people. What is the difference? A certain wisdom and understanding. That's what the Bible says about wisdom. It brings to you something, a certain understanding of things. Are you here? Don't be angry with me. I'm just speaking the word of God to you. Mm-hmm. I'm just speaking the word of God to you. So, as you are here this year, I want you to make up your mind that you will expose yourself to the word of God. Sermons on the word of God, books on it, they are all helping to build you up. And there are many things in the Bible that until you open, you will not know. Are you here? Until you open, and as you open, it brings a certain wisdom to you. For instance, you may have grown up on loans, and what you know is that when you need money, you take a loan. But the word of God says, neither a borrower nor a lender be. Neither a borrower nor a lender be. Just following the wisdom in that scripture will bring you out of something. Hey. Am I talking to believers in the house? The way you are quiet, I'm wondering whether you are a believer or you are an unbeliever. Wow. When the when the word of God is choking you, don't get angry. Just say that this is what I need. This is what I need. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6. I have to be very careful with this scripture so I don't get stuck in it. Because there's so much there. But I just want to share something with you. I'm reading from verse 24. No man can serve two masters. Either he will hate one and love the other, or he will hold to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Meanwhile, here you are, small God, small money, small God, small money. But this is is the word of God I'm reading to you. Many people worship money more than God's self. Serving two masters. Someday you are in church, but money makes you do things that even God cannot make you do. Hmm. I have not called your name. Just look straight and smile. But receive the word of God and ask yourself. You see, one of the things when you hear the word, say, is it true of me or not? 
Yeah, is it true of me or not? What is the power of money in your life? Then you should know that your love of God will not be much. Mercy. Therefore, I say unto you, this is scripture we are reading now. Those of you following with the thing, try and follow it. I'm on verse 25. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor yet your body, what you should put on. Is not life more than meat and the body more than raiment? In other words, don't worry about these things. That is what we worry about. Behold the fowls of the air. They sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than he? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? In other words, after all your worrying, can you increase your height by one inch? Mm. <laughs> and why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith, who worries about everything? Mm. Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? When he says, take no thought, don't worry about it. Don't let it be what guides your life, but that's what gu- guiding your life. Mm. Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of these things. Then he gives you the solution. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. you see. Are you here? He didn't say just sit down and be there and don't do anything. He says put God and the things of God first, and then these other things will follow. That's the word of God. You follow it, wisdom. You don't follow it, hey, something else I didn't see. Therefore, take therefore no thought for tomorrow. For tomorrow shall take thought of the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. And yet many of us spend our day worrying about tomorrow. Hello? After all your worrying, what can you change? It's a question I'm asking you. I say, after all your worrying, what can you change? So as you read the, the, the word, it brings you a certain wisdom. This scripture that I just read is one of the scriptures I love the most because I learned it at a time in my life when I had nothing. Do you understand nothing is equal to zero is equal to nothing? I had nothing. Absolutely nothing. What to eat was a problem. What to wear was a problem. I had one dress I used to wear to church. Wash and wear. You wash and you wear up. I will not talk about my one pair of shoes. And I used to go to church like that. To get to the place and back. There's nothing like transport money. As we are going down, it's a decision. Charlie, Lord, you have to provide a means for us to go. Are you there? Are you, you are very quiet. Why? Because I don't look like you think that I should look. And that's what God does. Yeah. And that was when I learned these scriptures. And I opened the scripture. I said, hey. But I don't know what I'm going to eat tomorrow. Today, I've not known what I'm going to eat. And tomorrow, too, I don't know. But I took the wisdom and the way. God must know what he's talking about. And I decided that Charlie, all out. I'm here today. I'm here today. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So when I'm talking to you, it's not because, oh, one is sitting in some heaven that one doesn't know need. No, 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 no. 
No. Are you in the church where you have traveled? Yeah. It was at a time when I was at the lowest in my life. And it did not end in one year. And it did not end in two years. And it did not end in four years. <laughs> you are in a hurry. Mm. Tell anybody you are in a hurry. Have you seen that you are very quiet? Yeah, you are very quiet. In fact, after I got married for the next eight years, yeah, it took me eight years to buy a piece of cloth. Dear, dear, you see that you are quiet. But do you believe the word or you don't? The wisdom was still working. And it was working smooth when God was providing day by day. And things began to change, began to change, began to change, began to change. Things began to change. Yeah. Why? Because the word is a seed. And seeds don't grow. I mean, here you are. You have brought 12 seeds and you are, you are going to plant them. And now you are complaining that the 12 seeds, they have not grown to give you enough corn for your banquet tomorrow. Are you reasonable? Does a seed not need time? Does a seed not need watering? So why are you complaining? Why are you doing like only because of you? God has a special word that nobody has heard before. That what is going on with you, it has never gone on with anybody. I'm talking to some people. Yeah. Scripture talks to scripture. So, as I was going through that time of my life, Philippians 4, 6, and 7 began to speak to me in the RSV, not the KJV. I never learned it in KJV. But it said, be anxious for nothing. But in all things, with, by prayer and supplication, make your request known to God, and the peace of God that passes understanding will fill your heart and mind in unity with Christ Jesus. Remember that it didn't even say that you will get it today. He said what he'll give you first is peace of mind. It is when yesterday something happened that removed peace of mind for some hours. I was lying there, sleep was not coming. When there's no peace of mind, sleep crack cannot come. You have a bed, there's no problem with the bed. You have everything, it's not too hot. The room is not too hot at all. No, no, it was not hot. The lights were off if you need darkness. To... Everything was there, but with no peace of mind. They said, first, he'll give you peace of mind. Yeah. So as we're going, he said, make your request known to God. You see, I'm just sharing with you word of God. Many times you don't make your request known to God. What you do is to complain. What you do is to say, what should I say? You say things. Hey. Why am I suffering like this? Is that what you are supposed to be doing? He said, make your request. What is your request? Recently, I was looking at my account. <laughs> the account was empty. So, I said, my Lord, empty account. Me, we don't have empty account. Oh, please, I'm looking for 2,000 cities. I don't know. You have to do something about it. Please do something about it. I've made my request known to God. And I went about my business. All of a sudden, somebody called me and said, I have sent you something. The something that the person sent was times a factor. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, you are great. 
of a sudden, another call. I was supposed to have sent something to you, but because the bank is closed, so Tuesday, I asked for two. I got about ten. Uh, you see that you are quiet. I said, have you seen that you are quiet? Uh, it's because you are a pastor. The scriptures that I mentioned to you, have you seen it there that it is only for pastors? Push your neighbor and say, stop that rough there. If you will believe God, believe him. If you won't believe him, stop. He has heard your accusations against him. If you will believe, believe. The difference between me and some of you is that me, I decided that I was going to believe. It's not a feeling, it's a decision. Hey, but pastor, it's hard though. Is your poverty easier? It's just a question. I'm not insulting you, I'm just asking you a question. Is it easier? Believing God is hard. Eh? They're not believing him. Eh? I don't even know what to do to you again. I, I wish I could open your heart and just put the word inside and close it so that when you wake up, you have believed that it's working. But it works. Take your life on it. It works. I said, stake your what? Your life on You can depend upon it. It works. It works because it is a seed. So that seed is what you are watering by reading, by praying, by scriptures, by reading more to understand. Then you are watching. Then you are watching. Then you are watching. Hallelujah. Am I talking to some Christians? Yeah. Many years ago, I don't even know why I'm telling you this story. We had finished staying there to finish our studies. When we went, we were two people. Coming back, we had two more children. At the end of the studies, how to come back? Tell your neighbor how to come back. Have you bought an airplane ticket before? Look, they are very wicked. It's very expensive. And we couldn't pay one ticket, and we had four. <laughs> are you there? And at that time, Alvin Slaughter had released a new album, God Can. And we put that video in. And we just allowed it to play. Morning, afternoon, night. Whether we are in the house or we are out of the house or whatever. What was happening? Word of God was being sown. He said, God can do anything that you ask him to do. That's what the song said. Are you there? Eight weeks after that, we landed in Ghana. All bills paid, all tickets bought, all our possessions paid for, plus pocket money to live on until we got jobs. So it depends on you, whether you plan to trust him or you don't. He said, make your request known. Make it known. He also tells you, he says, he who sows bountifully, reaps bountifully. And some of you, when it is time to reap, you kiss the seed by what you say. Yeah. Mm, this church is nowadays every day money money please in this church if that's your mind never pay an offering please don't disturb the seed of the rest of us who believe because when i sow a seed i believe god i don't think it's dead at all hey the church has become quiet on me again and yes <laughs> yeah. and sometimes you can wait for a long time but the fact that you are waiting for a long time does not negate the word of god 
It is because seeds are different. A May seed, it will grow now. Three months, you are harvesting. If it's a mango, you're going to wait a couple of years. If it's a macadamia tree, you will wait 10 years. But when it starts, over 100 years, it is bearing. It depends on what God is doing. Amen. Let's move on with the scripture. Are you here? And let us go back to the scripture where we started in Mark chapter 4. Starting from verse 14, the sower soweth the word. In these few verses that I'm going to read, I pray that you will identify where you are. And if you are not in a good place, you decide that I'm changing it from today. The sower soweth the word. And these are they by the wayside, where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. I'm sharing with you today reasons why your seed, your seed of the word has borne fruit or not. And right here in the scripture, it gives us the first reason why the seed did not bear fruit. And the reason was because the word came, but when it came, because of something, Satan got hold of it and took it away. You know, when you plant rice, there's something we call scaring. Scaring away the birds, because when you plant the rice, the birds come. You think you have sown your whole field full of maize. Before you are aware, they have removed it. So not knowing that when you are waiting for a harvest, nothing is there. <laughs> nothing is there. So you are here. You are here. But he says, these are they by the wayside. If you are in the house and you are by the wayside, what does it mean? By the wayside refers to somebody who is a believer but is uncommitted. It's uncommitted. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 9 says that you are God's garden, you are God's field, you are God's building. But you, you are not in the building, you are by the wayside. And if that is you, so the ones that are committed, they are in the building block. Some are part of the pillar. Some are part of the ceiling. Some are part of some. But you are a, you are a cement block, all right. You are born again, all right. But you are lying by the wayside. If that is you, when the word of God comes, it doesn't even get a place to land, and Satan just comes and picks it. Continuing. Tell you about that one. The word is stolen before it can do anything. It's stolen. We come to church. Some of you, as you come to church, you are asleep. As you come to church, you are on Facebook. As you come to church, you're on the wayside. The word will not, it doesn't even land anywhere. Satan just picks it and it's gone. I'm continuing verse 16. I didn't say, don't be annoyed with me. Verse 16. Even if you're annoyed, it doesn't change anything. Then it gives the second type. And these are they likewise, which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterwards, 
when affliction or persecution ariseth for this word's sake, immediately they are offended. He said that there's another type of person. And he calls this type stony ground. You are a believer, all right, but you are stony ground. Mm. Are you here? Do you know that stony land does not bear much fruit? Hey. Yeah, it doesn't bear much fruit. It's land, all right, but it doesn't bear much fruit. Why? Because the stones are a lot. There is a town in the Upper East, on the, in the Upper East, between Bolga and Boku. The town is called Nangode. And it's a town of stones. When a farmer is going to farm, he must remove the stones. And they remove, they have to pack them to the side. So when you are passing, it looks very beautiful. All the hillside, you see rows of stones like that. Rows of stones like that. It is very, very hard work. And because of the stones, the produce is small. To get a real harvest, they work so hard. Are you there? Because that is stone. And when you are a Christian with a stony heart, you bear very little fruit. Because the word of God doesn't find anywhere to land. Is it possible to be a Christian and have a heart that is stony? Let us read Ezekiel 36 verse 26. The Lord was talking to his people and he said, A new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and will give you a heart of flesh. Are you seeing it? Yeah. So you are his personal, but Charlie, the heart is stone. Ask your neighbor, how is your heart? When your heart is stony, you may be in church. Oh, you even enjoy the word of God when it is coming. But Charlie, Taflache. Ask your neighbor, are you the one whose heart? Heart like this. So the word is looking for somewhere to enter. It can't find anywhere. Some of you feel that I've been a Christian a long time. I've been in the church for a very long time. So, you know, all this is, I've heard it. It's like your heart, watch it. Watch it. Watch your heart. Turn to your neighbor and say, watch your heart. We're continuing verse 18. I'm almost done with my preaching. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. And the last of other things entering in choke the word and it becometh unfruitful. It is my personal belief that most believers today belong in this category. Not that your heart is hard. Your heart is soft. But you are looking for a lot of things. The cares of this world. The cares of this world. That's why I read to you the Matthew 6 scriptures. Your mind is on the care. So when we say, come and let us pray, you say, sure. When you say, come, the only thing that you can pray about are the cares of this world. If the thing is not about the cares of this world, then you are not interested. The thing God is interested in you, they are not interested in it. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. Mm. The cares of this world. They say, and the deceitfulness of riches. Why does it call it the deceitfulness of riches? Because 
when you are in need, you believe power that all you need is a little more money. And if you got that little more money, all will be well. But it is not true. It, be, it is one of the greatest deceptions on earth. Yeah. One of the greatest deceptions. And that is how life is. Yeah, they say, if I can just get this girl to marry, I'll be okay. You get the girl to marry Niger. Now, war in the house. Many women fall into this thing. If only I can marry, I'll be okay. If only I can marry. Then they marry. Tell your neighbor that it's not every food we eat in famine. It's not every food. <laughs> Church is quiet. You say, I have to marry at all costs. So even though you can see something, yeah, yeah, nah. <sighs> but you say marriage or suicide. It is not true. Sure. If God blesses you to marry, we thank God. But when you start to force to do it yourself, be careful. A friend of mine's mother, she had, she had boys. She said, I must have a girl. Boy number five. Boy number six. Boy number ten. She was still going. Boy number eleven. Finally, child number twelve. God said, let me just give her what she wants. When she got the girl. In fact, trouble is too small a word. Trouble, that girl could not be handled by all those 12 brothers, 11 brothers plus father plus mother. That girl drove the mother to her death. Ah. Because you see, it's a deceitfulness. If I get this one particular thing, I'll be very, very happy. How many of you, you thought when you have a degree? I said you thought when you have a degree. Is that not you? When last did you even see your certificate? Do you know where your, your certificate? Do you even know where it is? Eh? Eh, eh. So, are you saying that we shouldn't go to school? How can I ever say you shouldn't go to school? What I'm saying is that there's a deceitfulness that makes us think that my everything, my happiness, my everything hinges on this one thing. That if I get it, are you getting me? Now you have got it. Okay, what about, what again? Is that not you? Is that not you looking for something else? And it causes the deceitfulness of riches. Because many people are, who are wealthy, look, they will, they will give money to exchange your life with you, and you may not believe it. Have you, not, have you noticed? In fact, right now as I'm speaking, between Accra and, Tuck, Accra and Tuckradi, the influx of Americans running away from Americans coming and settling in Ghana. You wonder. I, 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 you are very quiet. I thought you said you, you have to go to America. I mean, the way it is, you have to go, you have to go. They are running reverse. You should ask yourself, what is making them reverse? What is making them return? Because there's a, there is a deceitfulness you think that this is it, this is all, then I'm okay. Hmm. I pray that you believe it early so you don't spend and waste your life on what does not matter. Hmm. Yeah. Because of the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things. We always want something else. Here you are. God has blessed you. You are able to get to church. 
you take your trusky or you take your yuba or whatever you are like, I gotta have a car or die. Eh. Oh, I really pray that you have cars. But I have to inform you that your happiness cannot depend on a car. Do you know the bills that come? I'm talking to somebody. Somebody, after they got the person got the car, the person packed it and started to write Trotsky. You should ask yourself why. Hey, have you seen that? I'm very quiet. And so, Pastor, I ain't saying that when you shouldn't have cars. Please knock your neighbor, tell your neighbor, what, 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 what kind of thinking is that? No. What I am saying is that there is, you see, it says the lot of other things. You want it so much that it squeezes away everything else. Who here, when you had to go and buy a new tie for your car? Or you took your car for repairs? And when they gave you the bill, you almost collapsed. Please let me see your hand. Mine is up first. I said, who here? Paco, if you are putting your hand up, put it up. Please look at her. Look at us. Look at Yeah. That is not to say you shouldn't have a car. What I'm saying is that it cannot be the thing that when you have it, you think that now I'm happy. I've now married the man that if I marry this man, I'll be the happiest in the world. Oh, Male! You will marry him and you will see something. (laughs) Not because he's a bad man, but because that's our area. Church has become very quiet. Yay. I hope you are not angry with me. As you were coming, you were looking for the world and ping, 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 tata, misha, da, 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 is very good. But what you don't know is that as you are coming, as you were walking and coming, freedom too was living. Hmm. When you are tired, you get to your room, you just make your meal and your bread, you drink yourself. Now, dear Charlie, we want contemporary flow. We want it with yam, please. We want it and want it now. Gentlemen used to enjoy your pay alone. Now we have a share. Mm. Recently, after the Lord blessed me and all that, and I saw that, I said, oh, my birthday, I want a new dress. I decided that I want him to pay for it. He can't cough. I'm a wife. Hey. Hey. Can he cough? I'm asking you a question. Can he cough? Can he ask me why I won't pay for it myself? No, because uh, why? He is a husband. When you have a wife, hey. I was sitting my somewhere in my father's house. You came and said you are marrying me. My father would have paid for it. So bring it. You're looking straight. Some people are trying not to look. You see, you only hear what our father says about the women. No, you don't hear what he says about the men. He says, man, give your wife money to shop. Women like to shop. Give them money to shop. That's one you don't want to hear. Give them money. It makes them happy. Lizzie, say amen. Thank you. No, because when you married, you thought free food and sex. You didn't know that all our bills are now yours. Parkos, amen. Then you now start quarreling with us that we want to go and do our hair. Please stop quarreling. When you came, we were doing our hair. You saw us and you liked it. <laughs> At that time, we were paying for ourselves, our father was paying. Now you have come. Bring it. 
The church is very quiet. I'm enjoying the quietness in the church today. Hey, but you have so many shoes. Why do you want another shoe? Because we want another shoe. That's how we are. That's how we are. There's no reason that we just want another shoe. Me, I have only one shoe. You didn't marry a man. You married a woman. There's a reason for the W-O. You are man, M-A-N. When you add W-O, you are carrying something in addition. Hey. <laughs> am I talking to somebody? What am I saying? You thought that I need the marriage to survive. I need, but it has two sides. It has two sides. It has two sides. All my life, I, sub, I am my supporter of my husband, I tell you, with everything that I have. Every single thing. Please, am I lying? I'm speaking the truth. Then one day, my husband got upset that he's coming to build a house. I decided that this particular house, not my two first words. <laughs> he didn't say anything because the responsibility to build the house is whose? If your husband say yes, please, I've heard. Mm-hmm. And if your wife helps you, bless her. Eventually, I helped. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> yes. And honestly, in the years he needed the help, I did my best. But this time I knew he could do it. So I relaxed. Mm. But what am I trying to say? You see, when you hold the thing and say that this one thing is what will make me happy. No. The Bible calls it the last. You see, you are lasting after something. And what it does is that it chokes the word so the word does not bear fruit in you. Free yourself and now follow the word. Chase the word. Let the word be sown in your heart. Let it bear fruit. When it's sown in your heart, it will build you a house. When it's sown in your heart, it will pay your bills. When it's sown in your heart, it will sort you out. Finally, verse 20. And these are they which are good ground such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit. To bring forth fruit of the word it means you are doing what the word says and then what happens? You bear fruit 30 fold, 60 fold 100 fold Hallelujah. If you will allow this word to sink into your heart things will begin to change things will what? Things will begin to change Begin to bank on the word of God that no, the word of God is true. Today, as we stand here, we can see that economic system, you cannot bank on it. Money in the bank, you cannot bank on it. People do, you cannot bank on it. Certificate, you cannot bank on it. Even good grades in school, unfortunately, you cannot bank on it. I know people with first class who don't have jobs. I know people with first class who don't have accommodation. One recently wrote to me and said, I need a place to stay. Are you in the house? But word of God, if you will allow it, to be in you a seed. Be watching. Be watching. Be watching. As time is passing, the fruit, more fruit, more fruit, more fruit. May you prosper. May you do well. May God deliver you. May the word deliver you from death. May you be delivered from difficulty. May you live in safety. May you live in the wisdom of God. And may it be well with you. Put your hands together in the mighty name of Jesus. Rise to your feet. 
rise to your feet. The word of God also says that before this word even matters to you, you need to give your life to Jesus. It's not a random word walking around looking for a random person. It's a word for those who believe in Jesus. And so as we stand here this morning, maybe you are here, but you've not given your life to, to Jesus Christ. You need to do that for the word of God to take ground in your heart. And so as every head is bowed, every eye closed, Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. What does it mean to be born again? That which you believe in your heart, you need to confess it with your mouth. Romans 10, 9 and 10. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed, you are here saying, I need to give my life to Jesus. I want this word to be my word as well. But my life with Jesus, I'm not sure, but I want to be sure. Lift up your right hand. You are here, you are saying, God bless you. God bless you. You are saying, I, I, I need this word. I need it. I need it to be my word. If you have lifted your hand, please just come to me. Let us pray together. You'll be obeying the scripture. Just come, which says that believe in your heart and confess it with your mouth. Just come. Just come. God bless you. Please draw closer. Draw closer. Others, I saw other hands. Just come. Don't be shy at all. Don't be worried at all. You lifted up your hand. Just come. We're going to pray together. We're going to pray together. Just come. Just come. Just come. Come and let us pray together. doesn't matter your age, whether you are young, whether you are old. It doesn't even matter if you've done it before. If you just feel a little uneasy that you are not sure, just come. Just come. His will be your cover. Just come. His blood Just come. Just two more minutes. Just come. It will provide your healing. We are standing in front here. I want us to pray together. We want to bow your head down. And I want you to make this prayer your own as you say it. You want to say, Lord Jesus. If you're standing in front, just repeat it after me. Make it your prayer. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me with your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I lift these ones up before your throne of grace. I pray that you watch over them. Lord, let your word be a seed in their heart and let it grow and take care of them in the years ahead. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-A-C. God richly bless you.